So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So hello and welcome back to the next episode of, <laughs> to the, next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And as you can see in the background, we are still... And I do just remember something now. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter because I'm still... <laughs> I'm still um, going to... And I quite force myself to really make two episodes today because I'm actually just now in the same exact summary I've been talking about yesterday, which is something I uh, didn't want to do. Or I just changed up because I thought, like, you know, having two episodes or two summaries in general is a little bit nice and to, just to mix them up a little bit so that I'm not actually going through the same shit over and over again. And besides that, it's always or also quite good for you, um, especially I think when it's uh, the weekend where I do just, you know, regularly do make two episodes and then you can just choose. Um, or you have more to choose from, actually. And I can still produce a little bit more, which is also a good thing. So, um, as you can see in the background, we are going ahead with, I think, uh, The Hard Thing About Hard Things by Ben Ho Horowitz, or whatever he's called. He's definitely a good entrepreneur, and there was a pretty much great insight um, in this book uh, in last episode, so in the last episode, so uh, if you're pretty much interested in, you know, how this whole summary started, I would just really suggest you to go to the last episode or to the episode before. Um, it always it just depends whether I um, will just upload this episode before uh, the other episode or the other way around, you know, because I could just, you know, choose now and to make it like, yeah, I've just recorded the other one and then this one, but <laughs> uh, but I'll see. And um, before I'm going to start with this, um, I've been just watching a video of the new Samsung Galaxy S, uh, S, S10 Plus, actually. Um, and this is definitely a new smartphone. You know, it's definitely something and something that I do just still think about quite, quite often in the, uh, in the last few, few days, actually, um, is that how the future will look like. You know, I think there are so, so much ways the future could look like, you know, um, maybe in 50 years, in 60 years, and I'm just so fucking pumped for just, you know, knowing how it is in the future, you know, just, I'm just, I, I'm pretty much expecting quite a lot, I think, um, but I still, I'm just pretty happy that I just know that I'm going to live as long as, you know, as long as I can, actually, and um, so long that I can actually have some insights or some, 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 I don't know, so that I can just see the future as well. So I'm I'm pretty fucking interested in what it looks like, you know, whether there are flying cars, whether there is um, no aging, whether there is just so fucking powerful technology, which, you know, would definitely be the case because, you know, we now have smartphones with f four, four cameras, actually, and the new Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus has actually two front cameras and three rear cameras, so it's a five camera device. And um, the whole front camera setup is so, just so unique and you have such a big screen. And I, I just think that this will just be normal in the future. And a lot of people might just, you know, maybe my kids will just, I don't know, they will just grow up with having, I don't know, some, some flying tablets, you know, everywhere in the room. And, you know, there's the whole display on it and you can just, 
I don't know, mechanically put out the, the camera to make photos. I don't know. And maybe just you, you don't need any cameras anymore. And everything is it's just so, so, so different than now. Which is definitely a good thing, I think, you know. But I still just um, pretty much can 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 understand the old people nowadays when they say yeah you know the internet is such a piece of shit and you know the whole um you know uh, uh, smartphone thing you don't need them we played outside and you know all these all these things um quite a lot of old people say at my point of view so they um so either they 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 quite like how the future is or how the present is actually but it's some kind of their future um or they will just you know, be like hating it. Um, but I just think like, okay, I'm, I'm just pretty pumped for the future. I'm just very, very interested in um, how it will look like, how it will feel. Um, if there are cars that are driving by themselves, you know, there are so much questions I'm having. And um, yeah, there are even such such infographics. I Maybe I can show you. Maybe, yeah, I can show you. Um, future technology... Uh, infographic uh, because I found a pretty fucking interested in pretty interesting infographic yeah uh, from the futurism.com website um, which is I don't know if this is true you know uh, don't take it for take it definitely with a little grain of salt because you know it's definitely just a very very uh, kind of small time frame for the things they say we will achieve in the in this time frame. So 2019 there will actually be eye controlled technology. Okay, you know this might this might be a thing totally. Uh, 2020 then there would be paper diagnostics. Uh, 2023 will be designer antibiotics which is um yeah, just some 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 uh I kind of think these are some kind of bacteria that are just very very strong. And they just, you know, fuck around with the, the virus or whatever illness you're having. And they're just very, very powerful. So I'll just read this one. Uh, Bottom-up technology for building macro macrolides allow for cheap bespoke antibiotics to defeat superbugs. And in 2024, there will actually be ingestible robots, which is something I thought like, okay, this could definitely just change a lot of things in terms of human health. But um, to expect it in 2022, for which is okay it's five years it's five years five years is not is not um you know it, it's pretty pretty a lot i think you know it's it's not like decades but it's it's not it's not <laughs> it's not a small amount of time so there's definitely the ability or the chance that this will actually happen but i'll go just down to 2055 which is actually um the last you know kind of uh topic they are talking about or last kind of uh, graphic they are just showing, which is uh, wave top and undersea cities, undersea and floating cities develop developed to mine deuterium fusion fuel from seawater emerge as wealthy and powerful city states in the second half of the 21st century. Um, I don't know if this could be true. You know, I'm not in this technical area. You know, pretty much educated. Uh, I'm still interested in it, and therefore I, I, um, yeah. I, pretty you know like to see what's going on in the future what are some opportunities and you know i'm pretty interested in this um so i'm just you know i just keep myself up to date and see what will come but uh we still 
uh, should go ahead with the actual summary. So hiring executives. The first thing you need to know is who is who you are looking for. And that's true. So Ben stresses that placing value on a lack of weaknesses rather than primarily strengths is really useful. Acknowledge what the strengths that you need are and highlight what weaknesses you can handle. Create a template for what you are looking for and an executive and use this as your blueprint. Come up with key questions that will help you find out who fits. Have a team of interviewers that can help with the process. Finally, make the decision alone. It is your decision. Hire who you think fits the bill best. And this is definitely a good advice. And not just, you know, let somebody else um, handle this one because, you know, it's your company and you should totally just, you know, choose um, yeah, who is in it or not, you know, I just do not say you shouldn't have any uh, partners or some kind of you're discussing the whole topic with, but, um, but yeah, at the end, you just have to be, have to be conscious about that it is your choice. Growth. Ben acknowledges that when a company starts to grow, whether slow or rapid, the culture is likely to change. The close-knit startup team of 10 will never be able to translate to a payroll of 100+. plus. However, Ben mentions it's important to know that although different, it doesn't mean it's bad. And that's, you know, totally the truth. A lot of people just, at my point of view, think that something that has changed or something that is changing is automatically bad or just a lot of times. But um, actually, which was something that that I was, I was quite thinking about and talking about with a colleague today, um, it was actually all about this, this future technology shit and, you know, what will happen in the future and all this all these things, and um, yeah, we just came to a point of, of global warming, I don't know how, <laughs> but you know, maybe because, yeah, we're just wasting a lot of energy, we're losing a lot of energy, we're using a lot of resources of the earth, and so therefore, um, you know, global warming is, at my point of view, a thing, I know that there are people who just dismiss it anyways, but, or are like, okay, you know, this is nothing that exists, uh, I still think, yeah, this is, this is a thing, um, but I feel like, okay, you know, if it's, you know, so hot, so, so hot uh, in the future, our children will be adapting to it. You know, we have always been adapting to, to everything. You know, I'm just sitting now in, an, in a house. I'm sitting in front of, front of a PC and talking in a different language that I'm actually, you know, speaking into a camera and, and into a phone, which is uh, actually a microphone. And just, you know, think back a few thousand years or hundred years no thousand years should be okay you know where we were just hunting and or just gathering some some berries and or collecting some berries and we were just hunting and you know just walking around every day all day long and it is yeah we have been adapting to just sitting at home working and you know doing this lifestyle and i just think and uh yeah this is actually the thing that or there is actually a thing that um I don't want to be racist, and I hope it is not racist to say black people. Is this racist? I don't know. I hope not, you know. Um, I, I know that there is a German expression which is, or seems to be politically correct, but, um, which is, uh, you know, people with kind of, you know, I, I would have, I would just describe it. So, no, I just stick with, you know, black people do just have just um, soft and bigger lips because of, um, the heat that we're exposed to in 
their main country actually or their main uh, continent because in in africa where you know most of the black people live and um, there is a it is just very, very fucking hot. And therefore, um, having just bigger lips and kind of um, fuller lips, uh, you know, filled with water, um, not quite, yeah, really with water, but they're, um, I think, what it is called? It's it's not meat. Let's say meat. <laughs> or their flesh. Their flesh is just um, thicker and so on, and there's more wa water in it. Um, because um, it is so hot, and if I'm just staying there, I would just dry out in terms of my lips. So my lips would dry out. And therefore, as I know, so I hope I'm not getting everything, anything wrong or saying anything wrong. Um, just please look it up anyways. Uh, this is something that would make sense to me. And this is something that, uh, yeah, that would make sense to me. But um, I just really invite you to just, you know, DM me or contact me and tell me, okay, this is not true. And I will definitely just um, explain it in the, in the next episode or in further episodes if there is something to correct, which is um, definitely something that I'm not pretty much concerned about, but I just you know want to tell you that I'm not the best at this. So I make failure as well, or I make mistakes as well, and therefore just you know correct me, or just you know put it down in the description, <coughs> sorry, in the comment section. Um, if you're on YouTube, uh, on the podcast, I hope, yeah, I will definitely say it in one of the ne next episodes. <clears throat> sorry or i will just um put it into the uh, podcast description where all the links are and all the other information to what's going on right now <laughs> i hope everything is okay no i can just speak a little bit lighter this could be a thing but i think i should not do this um something to drink would be an option as well um but yeah growth um means it's bad, you just have to be able to scale the culture. Embrace change as it occurs and keep an eye on it. Avoid politics whenever possible. When hiring, Ben recommends that you should be looking for people who are ambitious, but not only for their personal success, but for people who are passionate about the company's overall success. Um, which is definitely a good thing. You know, if you have just a worker or an employee who is just really passionate about your company and is really willing to just work for work for your company in terms of actually growing it and being a part of growing it and so on this is definitely a good sign to just you know hire the certain person because it makes sense you know if you just have a company and um, a lot of people just think about themselves especially when they're working in a company they just you know they want that wage and everything is okay for them but um, yeah it seems to be that there are certain people who are just more concerned about, you know, the, the company's growth than, you know, anything else or, or something else. Um, ben notes that that politics are, are to be avoided whenever possible. Ensure that there are processes in place to avoid avoidance, to, to aid avoidance, sorry. You cannot completely avoid polit political strife in the workplace. Promotions, evaluations and com compensations are all are all events that will encourage the political behavior. It's important as a CEO to consider the likely outcomes and handle these situations as consider considerately as possible. That's definitely a thing because, you know, just, you know, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions on politics and, you know, all these certain things. And I'm just, this was never something that I've been talking, talking about, first of all, definitely. <laughs> and thinking about as well that, you know, politics just may be a, pretty pretty great concern of big companies because yeah you know some um i don't know republicans wouldn't like to work with democrats because uh yeah because they don't want to 
you know, and, you know, I would understand it, you know, because, you know, they have just, you know, definitely just different opinions and, you know, in, in a few things, maybe they too, too just have um, some same opinions, but, but yeah, it's, um, this was never something I was, I was thinking about. Titles and promotions. Another place the politics are likely to come up is surrounding titles. Everyone feels a need to have a job title and ultimately they are necessary in order to identify who is responsible for what. However, Ben recommends that you focus on creating a structure that is well, well thought well thought out. Titles and promotions are necessary but can be handled differently to avoid giving them too much attention and placing too much importance on a name alone, which is, yeah, definitely a thing, you know, just, you know, telling somebody, yeah, you're the CEO right now, it is something, yeah, this um, kind of word or this name just means such a lot and it's, it's you know, just because of the word, it's, you know, maybe not even about the position, but but yeah, I think you, you get what I mean. <laughs> Culture is king. Yeah, having a great culture in your in your company is definitely a thing that that is important. You know, if your company from the inside out is just you know pretty much drying out or isn't good, then yeah, as I said, from from into out, you will definitely see it on the outside of the company as well and on the products and or services they make, which makes sense because you know if the the company in the inside isn't working, then why should it work in the outside? So yeah. Having a great culture and having just a nice atmosphere and a happy atmosphere, I think. And this was something, I just have to, to push that in. And this was something that I was just amazed by, by VaynerMedia. Um, because you can just just uh, search on, on YouTube. If you're on this YouTube video, just search now for a YouTube video called um, How to get a job at VaynerMedia or something. Um, uh, I've, I've seen a video of a guy who was just um, yeah flogging the whole experience with actually the job interview I think I think it was this guy uh, I don't remember correctly so you know uh, take it with a grain of salt but uh, he was actually showing the kitchen of the company and there was there was beer unlimited fucking beer out of a what is it called you know the the thing that is in the sink where the water comes out I don't know what this fucking thing is called you know there's actually such a thing where you can just, you know, let beer come out. And there are a lot of very expensive just um, just bars in terms of chocolate bars and uh, nutrition bars and, and whatever bars there are, there were just a lot of fucking of them. You know, this I was just amazed by that, how, how well thought out this whole uh, kitchen is. You know, there is something for everybody. I quite understand it that, you know, in VaynerMedia in the New York, it was the New York place, so actually I think the headquarter actually, um, there are the most employees, I think, I don't know, I, I just assume, but, um, so that there's something for everybody, um, but yeah, this must, you know, cost a lot of money, yeah, okay, they're making a lot of money, but it just, you know, really helps with the culture and with the, the inner or the inside of the company. So as your company grows, culture can help you preserve your key values, make your company a better place to work and help it perform better in the future. Perhaps most important, after you and your people go through the inhuman amount of work that it, that it will take to build a successful company, it will be an epic tragedy if your company culture is such that even you don't want to work there. Definitely, you know, um, yeah, this this must be just a really a tough place if you you know aren't willing to work in your own company because the culture is so fucked up. This is definitely something I think that would yeah yeah would be pretty hard. So how to be a leader? 
And Ben identifies two key mistakes that CEOs make. Taking things too personally and not taking things personally enough. Taking things too personally is a problem. It means that every little issue becomes bigger uh, than it may necessarily be. CEOs can either push the team too hard as a result or make themselves miserable stressing about all the problems. Neither are good results. Uh, not talking things per not taking things personally enough often results in a CEO not dealing with issues as they arise. Problems can be rationalized to make the CEO feel better at the end result and the end result is that no progress is made. Yeah, this is definitely a thing. You know, if you just you know, pretty much looking away from all the problems you're having in your company, um not a good idea. Uh, like, you know, there are a lot of problems and if you're just ignoring them, they won't get solved uh, or not completely solved maybe and this will just fuck you just in the long term. So, so yeah. Um, uh, the key is to find a balance, be able to separate issues from themselves personally, uh, but be able to assess the importance and speed required to solve a problem. The hardest skill. Ben explains that every CEO is going to face the hard things. It's not an easy road to follow and the only way to guarantee success is to never give up. Definitely true, you know, if you're just, um, yeah, there may be hard times, but if you just still know, okay, um, this will turn out to something that I will love. This is turning out to something I, I'm, I'm proud of and this is, you know, actually there is something turning out of it. Like uh, you will have a great life in terms of, you know, financially, so a financially great life and so on, then you should definitely go through the hard times. If you know that there is nothing coming out of it and you will still hate your whole life after you've just achieved that thing, definitely go into another direction. Just, you know, do something else. Um, this is something I learned from The Dip by Seth Godin. Uh, an amazingly good book, I think, um, because it was very short. I've, I've talked about a summary of it on this channel as well. So it, is, uh, it was actually... A pretty great book so you can actually i think you should actually see it in the podcast description uh yeah in the pod no not in the podcast description but in the episode description where i do just have a summary and even the the title of the book i'm discussing in this in this uh in this in this episode which is definitely a good thing i think because you can just see okay and there is this book and there is that book and you know maybe you know a book and just think like okay i will just see what what he is talking about it and I hope I'm not talking shit about your favorite book. <laughs> I really hope. Um, but yeah, so the hardest skill. Ben explains that every CEO is going to face the hard things. It's not an easy road to follow. Yeah, and never give up. I just see that I've, I've read that already. So the great CEOs tend to be remarkably consistent in their answers. They all say, I didn't quit. Yeah, definitely. Leadership is never perfect, never. You know, we are all humans and we all make mistakes and therefore leadership and, you know, everything quite is never perfect all the time. You know, some days it could be perfect, um, but definitely not all the time. And I think it's raining outside. Yeah, it's it's just pretty strongly raining, raining even. But yeah, so there is no cookie-cut approach to being the perfect CEO. Look at, the, look at the successful leaders such as Steve Jobs, Bill Campbell and Andy Groove. Um, Steve Jobs actually, and um, this was something that kind of opened my eyes, I think, um, because Gary was actually talking about him and um, I actually knew that he was just a pretty, pretty tough boss and um, he was, you know, pretty tough with his employees and he wanted to, to let them work all day long and such things like this, so... Um, 
he wasn't pretty much taking care of them properly. So um, this is um, was what um, Gary V also said is that you know he didn't take care of them just you know good enough and they yeah. So, um, but yeah, they just, he just achieved something totally and he just made a lot of things right. And even after he got, got fired from his own company and then just, you know, uh, applied again or attended or just, you know, went there again, he still was able to just pretty much, uh, kind of rescue the whole company because they just fucked up everything in between the time where he, he left and when he came again. And so, yeah, he was definitely think a good CEO in terms of business-wise and design-wise, definitely. But in terms of handling people, I don't know. You know, I even don't want to judge him. You know, he was an incredible person. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying what I've heard and what I've read and uh, what I know. Yeah, I'm not quite knowing that, so, but... <laughs> yeah. So Ben believes that in order to be successful as a CEO, you really need to be a leader. And in order to be a leader, Ben suggests that you need the following traits. First, uh, the ability to articulate the vision. This is definitely a good thing, because communication is something so complex. It is such a complex thing that there might be just, you know, misunderstandings. A lot of misunderstandings. And if you just can communicate your vision so exactly that there will never be just a misunderstanding anymore from day on you're just you know being the ceo this is definitely a good thing because just you know people will always know what you're meaning and they will always just you know do the thing that you just wanted them to do the, the second one is ambition uh, but the right kind of ambition ambition sorry and the third one is the ability to achieve the vision definitely a good thing you know if you're just you know dreaming of a vision and um yeah without taking action in anything and without just actually being able to just achieve something uh might not be the best thing but yeah so in the end some attributes of leadership can be improved more than others but every ceo actually should work on all three making yourself a ceo be authentic, come from the right place and don't get personal. Don't clown people in front of their peers and understand that feedback is not one size fits at all. Be, di be direct but never mean. Remember, feedback is a dialogue, not a monologue, definitely. And in terms of feedback, yeah, you just, you know, think something happened then you think like, you know, this is like that. But actually then just talking to the employee is actually a good thing because he then just, you know, tells you his vision and his point of view and all these things. And then you can just work out something. And, you know, at the end, maybe everybody's just very happy with the end result and everything is good. You know, I think the worst thing you want to have in your company is that, um, yeah, first of all, employees hating you actually because you're such a, you know, fucked up boss. Um, or, um, or yeah, just having stress or just having just some kind of kind of combat, <laughs> combat with your employees definitely not a good thing and this was actually the end of this one and we will come to the conclusion this is actually not as long as i thought it would take you know i'm actually only 27 minutes in which is on the other side good on a total other side not that good because yeah i just uh thought like yeah 30 minutes is okay because the next episode will will be 30 minutes again so therefore it will just you know put out 60 full minutes of content today actually a little bit more because i do have to vlog from today 
you know, uh, today's vlog and actually the fucking vlog that I wanted to just edit the whole fucking time until now. And I've just um, edited it now. It turned out pretty fucking good and I'm pretty happy with with how it is now. The conclusion and the key takeaways. Don't give up soon. Don't give up as soon as it gets hard. Totally, because often it's just worth it. Just, you know, pushing through it and achieving what you always wanted. And there are going to be hard times. The key to getting through this is persistence. In order to be a successful CEO, you need to be a leader. A good company needs a good culture and needs to avoid politics wherever possible. Firing is never easy. Make sure you know uh, why you are firing and be transparent about it. Hiring can be equally difficult. Make sure you know exactly what you're looking for in an employee and know what you are willing to compromise on. Which is definitely the thing that they were just pointing out before, where you just see like, okay, um, you need someone who is good in design and who is good in, in, I don't know, just, you know, making, I don't know, spots for TV commercials or some shit like this. Um, but on the other side, you just have to compromise maybe um, losing some money or uh, he not actually in terms of, you know, the actual employee or the guy you want to hire. Um, he's actually not able to to spell anything correctly and he is a little bit sloppy and not not that clean in terms of his work and so on. Yeah, I think you know what I mean. A great leader uh, can articulate the vision, is ambitious and has the ability to carry out the vision. For a company to be successful, focus on the people, then products and then the profit. This is definitely something that I pretty much enjoyed as he pointed it out or yeah, he pointed it out um, because I think it's the truth. You know, you just need the people and with the people, you then make the product and with the product, you then make the profit. If it's a service, then it would definitely be like uh, you first of, yeah, okay, you could just make it alone first of all, and then you just get people and then you make even more profit. So then it would be like uh, service, profit, people, service, more profit. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think. Uh, the further reading. Uh, a great complimentary book to Ben Horowitz's message, messages about being a great CEO and leader is Leaders Eat Last by Sam, Simon Sinek. Um, he's actually a guy who was on Gary V's show as well. Not show, but but yeah, show or podcast. I don't know. Um, he was quite interesting. I think he's a design. He has a design background. I will check just afterward because I'm interested in it. Um, yeah. So this book is ideal for anyone who leads, whether it be a small team, an entire organization, a community or a family. As a leader, it's important to create a culture that leaves everyone happy and fulfilled. And this is exactly what Simon describes. Simon emphasizes that when an environment is built on trust, teams will work together, have each other's back and survive and thrive. Built to Last by Jim Collins examines a selection of visionary companies and identifies what it takes to run a successful organization that will pros prosper over a long period of time. If you're looking to step up to a managerial or leadership position for the first time, check out the first time manager. Uh, Guidelines is my ebook that summarizes main, the main lessons of 33 of the best-selling self-help books in one place. It's 80 pages long and 150-minute audiobook. So this is actually a book, the guidelines uh, from the author of this article or of this summary, uh, who is Paul Miners. So I'm on the paulminers.com website too. I just want to tell you, you know, every time because I just want you to just go through it 
if you want to on your own and be able to just read through it because I am obviously taking way longer than uh, you know if you're just going through it yourself uh, yeah and there are actually action steps are you a leader take a step back and assess whether you are pr prioritizing profits uh, the product or people are you are you responsible for hiring or firing make sure you you are well prepared uh, create a template when looking to hire someone new uh, know what you're looking for and where you are willing to compromise. The third one is identify a time in your career where your business went through a hard time or reached the struggle and how did you get through this brainstorm and see if there has or there was a better way. And the fourth one is if you like the summary, download the full book on Amazon, which is totally a great thing because obviously, and this is something I do want to emphasize more, uh, only going through a summary just gives you the main just ideas of a book but I think not the full the full thing so um, yeah I should just read it more on myself definitely I just feel like yeah I'm, I'm nothing reading quite besides this and you know what I'm reading um, yeah in my leisure time for for making the posts and and whatever uh, and I actually got uh, from a teacher of mine because uh, in her lesson I was just showing one of my videos he uh, she sorry she has given me a book about body language which is something i will definitely go through and at least look at all the pictures um something that i was a little bit i don't know even though it's my english teacher she gave the book to me which is a german book and i do not pretty much like to read things in german i do feel like okay i want to you know read things in english because i want to get better and better and better and better unless or until i'm really able to speak here right you know so fluently and so kind of perfectly even though there's nothing like perfect perfectionism and perfectionism is just you know a waste of time but um yeah i'm still thinking that i'm doing quite a good job i hope and i hope you understand everything and yeah um this is it actually and i hope you got something out of it quite a lot out of it uh i wish you the best and yeah happiness so success wealth health happiness i hope you're giving back something and a great legacy because legacy is important legacy is key and just just be nice to the people just uh, you know it's in terms of me i just want to be quite quite remembered as the guy who was really nice who was the one who helped the people the one who who you know it's just sad that he died you know at the end of my life yeah and with this being said i hope you have a wonderful day or night and I see you. <laughs>